Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. All God's people said. (laughs) And that's what these scribes were doing. They were saying the most ridiculous things. Here they are, men of logic. But they threw logic and ration out of the door because they disliked Christ. And they didn't want anything to do with Him. And they didn't want to change. And they wanted to have it their way. I want you to know something, folks. If your way is against Jesus, you can't have it your way and have peace in your heart and everlasting life. You can't do it. And these scribes, they say, Ha! He's not doing the work of God. You see, they couldn't deny the fact that demons were being cast out of people. And they couldn't deny the fact that just a day or two ago that a man with a withered hand his hand was restored whole. And they couldn't deny the fact that that lame man, the man that was paralyzed, that his four buddies dropped him through the roof, they could not deny that that man took up his bed and walked. So they just had to do whatever they could to try to prove themselves better and stronger and more mighty than Jesus. You'll never do that, by the way. And they said, well, he's casting out devils in the spirit of the devil. Jesus says, you guys, you guys, listen to what you've just tried to say. Listen to the ration and the logic of Christ. The Bible says in verse number 23, And he called them unto him and said unto them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? How is that possible? He says in verse 24, If a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. He said, boys, you understand what happens to a a nation, to a group of people when they enter into civil war. A nation against a nation, it can't stand. And even after the civil war is over, the hurt feelings last forever. He says a kingdom can't stand against a kingdom itself and actually live and survive and thrive. I can't be the devil and cast out the devil. Verse number 25. He says, and if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. These guys understood. If mom and dad are constantly at each other's throats, there's no order in the home. Those children can't have what they need. The children are in complete disobedience and have no respect for the authority of the parents. That house can't stand. He says, boys, I can't be the devil and cast out the devil. Verse 26, And if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand but hath an end. 
He can't stand. So what you've had to say is foolish. It doesn't make sense. And look what Jesus says in verse 27. He says, No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. The most obvious thing is this. If you come in my house, I'm a strong man. You can't spoil my goods. You can't take what I have and hurt my family until you've first taken care of me. But the strong man here is the devil himself. And the devil on earth at this time of Christ, he was the prince of the power of the air. He was possessing people, and the demonic activity in this area was unusually unusually high and strong. And No doubt Satan knew what was going on. And Jesus was letting these people know that you can't defeat Satan, and Satan isn't going to fight against himself, and you can't bind the, you can't spoil the goods of the strong man unless you first bound the strong man. I believe Jesus has given testimony of the fact that here I am, and Satan is a strong adversary, and a common man without the power of God has no ability over him, but I'm the Son of God, the Messiah. Eternal God in the flesh. And I can come into his house and I can bind him. And Jesus had proven that because he'd come into the presence of demons and they'd run away and they'd flee and they'd come out of people. Now, Jesus makes his point. He goes back to the scribes. He says, look, guys. What you have to say makes no sense. It's not right. I'm not the devil. As a matter of fact, I've come to bind the devil, and I have the ability to bind the devil. I have power over demons, and I've come to save the world from their sins. And Jesus says, but you've made a terrible mistake. And you've said something that you shouldn't have said. And you've blasphemed in a way you shouldn't have blasphemed. The word blasphemed literally means to just bring slander about the name. The Bible says, look, we'll skip a couple verses. The Bible says in verse 30, because they said, he hath an unclean spirit. Because he said, because they said, he hath, an unclean spirit. Verse number 30 refers back to what the scribes had to say in verse number 22. He hath Beelzebub, and by the prince of the devils casteth out he devils. So, what did they accuse Jesus of doing? They accused the spirit that was with Jesus of being the spirit of Beelzebub, Satan, And because of that, Jesus gives this scathing rebuke. Verse 29, I'm sorry, verse 28. Verily I say unto you, 
all sins shall be forgiven unto the sons of men, and blasphemies wherewith soever they shall blaspheme. But he that shall blaspheme against the Holy Ghost hath never forgiveness, but is in danger of eternal damnation, because they said, he hath an unclean spirit. What did Jesus say to these scribes? He said, what you've said, you have blasphemed the Holy Spirit of God. He says that's something that puts a man in danger of eternal damnation. I'd be lying if I claimed to know everything there is to know about these two verses. I actually had a conversation with a lady early this morning about this very subject. And there's lots of folks who have this great fear of, have I blasphemed the Holy Spirit? I know for a fact that God does not want you to live in fear of that. You say, I don't remember everything I said when I was a kid. Boy, when I was a kid, I had no fear of God, and I said all kinds of crazy stuff. You don't have to live in fear of that. You don't have to live in fear of that. God did not intend for us to live in fear. There's actually people I have great respect for that doesn't believe that the application of blaspheming the Holy Spirit belongs to uh, the Gentiles in this church age. I'm not going to say yay or nay, and I'm not going to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. But these men, they accused Jesus. They accused Jesus of being full of the devil and the spirit that was about him being the actual devil. And what they said caused great, great harm. See, what they said caused great harm to them. Their hearts were so cold that they could watch. Just imagine how cold these men's hearts were. Their hearts were so cold they could watch Jesus heal the sick and raise the dead and cast out demons. They could watch it. They could be around Him. They could hear His teaching, teaching like was never heard before. And yet, all they could think about was, I'm going to be right. I'm going to be right. And what I've always believed is going to be right. And they send away their opportunity to put their faith in Christ. There is something I believe that's possible. I believe it's possible for you, if you're here today, and you've never received the forgiveness of sin, put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. I do believe that it's possible that you can harden your heart and reject the Savior. And harden your heart and reject the Savior. And reject His calling in your life to put your faith and trust in Him. I believe you can reject the Savior until there's no more opportunity. And I pray if you're here and you have any doubts about your salvation that you'll get that settled. You'll get it cared for. If you're depending on your good works or depending on your church attendance record or you're depending on what you've given or some type of good deeds to get you to heaven you're depending on something that will do nothing but condemn you our righteousness is but filthy rags our goodness is never good enough the only thing that's good enough
please a righteous God is to accept the free gift of salvation through faith in Jesus Christ who paid the price for our sins on the cross of Calvary. Oh, put your faith and trust in the Lord. Believe on Him. Believe on Him. And if you find your logic or your theology to be in disagreement with God's Word. Folks, I want you to know something. It's not God's Word that needs to change. It's not God's Word. But I've always been... It's not God's Word that needs to change. But I've all... But my dad... But my... It's not God's Word that needs to change. If you find yourself in opposition to the Word of God and the Son of God, if you find yourself in a situation where you're just trying to explain it away, like these scribes did, ah, that's not real. Certainly, it's the devil casting out the devil. As foolish as that logic is, your logic is just as foolish to think that something you've held to be true that is in contradiction to God's Word. Oh, it's so foolish. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you believe. Make sure that you believe what God's Word teaches and you are a born-again follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful Savior. A wonderful Savior. We need to be careful what we say. Be careful how we say it. And we need to lift the Lord up, preach His Word, faithfully serve Him. What a wonderful Savior we have. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chihuahua Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chillhowie Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.